Hey, good evening. <laughs> this is Trice Talk with Donald Wayne and Dennis Lee. It's Sunday night live. It's a uh, little, we're a couple of minutes past uh, 9.30 here, having some music issues tonight. So uh, there is no intro music. And uh, so I apologize for that. Can't, uh, I think it's a Bluetooth thing. And uh, this is my second Bluetooth device, and it's not functioning tonight. So um, anyway, welcome to Tri's Talk. Hey, Mary Lonzo. Uh, Dennis Lee should be in here in a minute. Anyway, without the intro music, he probably he's probably not sure what's going on. Hey, BP. Welcome to Sunday Night Live. And I have no music tonight, so... We may be forced to sing here in a few minutes. Hey, Moxie. Welcome. Welcome to Trice Talk Sunday. No music. No music. Can you hear me? I hear you with your microphone. Uh, <laughs> start that singing? I don't know. Not, uh, I probably had to have a little encouragement to start singing. Of course, if you've seen the, uh, Facebook, Facebook video that we did a couple of Fridays ago, uh, you did catch me singing on that cause I thought the music was playing and there was no music or y'all couldn't hear the music. What in the world is going on? Hey, Donald Wayne. What in the are you? <laughs> what what in the world is what is really going on? Howdy, everybody. I mean, you'd think that we were, you know, people have better connections when they're, you know, across the globe from each other. <laughs> better, better connections with one of those cricket phones. Yeah, um, we're we're only about six miles apart, and we we have geez. all kinds of issues. Yeah, my I, I guess my Bluetooth bailed on me again tonight, and I. I I could not get anything to play, so there was no uh -oh. music. Moxie wanted me to sing, and uh, I declined, at, at least right now at the moment. Well, that would have been entertaining. Oh, yes, it would have. <laughs> That's, we could sing Cats in the Cradle. We could do a duo of that. What's, <laughs> what's no. our other favorite no, song? No recent uh, Fire and Rain. That's a Fire and Rain. Yeah. Fire and Rain. Hey, Ms. Jamesy. Uh R5 SGTG. Yeah, I think that's what that says. <laughs> Welcome BP. to well, who? Oh, Boxing. BP. Yeah. Yeah, everybody came in a little bit right there at the beginning, and I had no music going. So I, you know, just had to blurt out that, hey, this is Tristalk. Oh, There's well, no you know, the, the, Hopefully, we'll be forgiven. So, I told you the intro was going to be different tonight. Well, it sure was. Uh, you weren't <laughs> lying, were you? Um, no. no. Well, since we got everybody on here, you know, uh, people on here, you want to go ahead and get the uh, particular out of the way for uh, let's, instruction? Let's, let's pay the bills. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, the Trice Talk call-in policy, if you like to call in, please... Um, let us know down in the chat if you're a first-time caller what you'd like to talk about, and we will bobble you up to the bubble, and you will have three minutes to, um, you know, get out what you'd like to say and have some chat time with us, and then we'll gently lower you back down into the chat room. 
and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Did you honestly say uh, bobble up to the bubble? Is that what you said? A bobble to the bubble. Yes, I did. Welcome, IFF. Oh, is that, uh, was that, uh, I, oh, that's IMF, I guess. Okay. Never, never yeah, mind. BP was... likes it a little more, he likes it a little rougher. Rough, Trebek. Um, throw me back throw down. Throw him back down. Yeah, don't, don't lower him down. Throw him down. Well, okay. <laughs> we know what sites you've been on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it's Sunday and starting out the week again. And uh hope oh, everybody's yes. had a decent weekend. The, the, the weather in Atlanta was lousy, but. Yeah, very steamy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just kind of the pop-up thunderstorm kind of thing. I mean, there's a lot of rain out to the West. I hope uh, Robert got his camping trip in. He was talking about on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Got about that. Yeah. Um, it seemed like some of that weather had headed up towards Ohio. I mean, Iowa, the, Ohio. All the way to go, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, wrong state still. It's, it's not Idaho or Ohio. It's Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, but I hope he I hope he got to do his little camping trip. Although I didn't know there was any trees in in Iowa. I <laughs> so, think you have to go buy them at Walmart and put them up really? on the site, yeah. I mean, I guess you um, could go camping in in the uh, cornfields or something. Although there's could. been there've been several horror movies about that Children of the Corn and Yeah. Uh, that's kind of freaky Candy corn um uh yeah. we watched a weird one last night it's called the wind or actually i don't think the word the is in there thing it's oh just yeah called wind yeah, i watched that too actually. have you we seen that a couple of days ago about the uh prairie life yeah yeah well, we watched that too it's kind of freaky i'm surprised you actually watched something like that well I didn't really know that's what it was going to be like. I mean, I know it said it kind of gave you a little bit of a hint, but I mean, it was, you can tell by the music, <laughs> what kind of movie you're going to be watching. Yeah, but, where's uh, your gun? Kept asking her where her gun yeah. was. I mean, well, get I can back. Uh, yeah. About Nancy Pelosi. Well, <laughs> uh, she wouldn't have survived this movie. That's for sure. I mean, that was, that right. was just, that was a freaky story. That's all yeah, I can say about that it. It's hardcore. Uh, and it would make me think, well, the, first of all, you wouldn't catch me living out there in the prairie like that anyway, with nobody, you know, I don't know how yeah. they didn't really say how far civilization was, but if it was two days away that, you know, what, at least 40, 50 miles, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was on out there. And he leaves his wife there by herself. No, yeah. no I'll horse. Be back in about four days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you won't find me here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But anybody hasn't, if you're looking for a strange movie, the wind, I think it's just called wind. I should have known you'd watch it, but <laughs> yeah. well, we've kind of exhausted most of the, uh, available movies on Netflix or, um, prime or anything else so well i'm actually thinking about making a, a venture into the movie theater within the next week or so i want to see the uh the new one um 
Oh, uh, the quiet, quiet. Oh, what is quiet it? Quiet place too. Yeah, quiet place too. Yeah, I want to see that. It's pretty good, and and I kind of like to see it in a theater. So we'll see. Uh, you feel adventuresome? Adventuresome? Yeah. Making it to About, a movie theater. Oh yeah, we almost went. Um, we almost went yesterday to go see Cruella. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. But uh, we just we 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 chickened out at the last minute. Uh, you know, which is you know, seeing that there's not that many people in the theater now, um, is a bonus. So you don't have to worry about being a packed house. The human centipede. Well, that's right up my alley. Oh no, no, no. Uh, who who met Oh, <laughs> did you really? BP. Oh my god. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, that's just is not that about 10 or 15 years old and that way back there? Uh it's, it's, I think it might be older than that. Welcome sucking. Um, what? Welcome south. <laughs> You might want to go ahead and do that whole thing there. That... <laughs> oh boy! I oh don't boy. know if that's actually supposed to come out that way, but oh, sorry about I, that. I'm hey, sure it wasn't. But... Hey, South South BBG seven. That a one D four four nine seven S. It's almost like a serial number. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a number. So centipede, how in the world did that one enter your mind? Oh, okay, you just watched it. Okay, I, I've never seen it, but from what people told me about it, I, I haven't missed anything. Uh, and that doesn't mean you know people who like that kind of weirdness. I mean, I have been forced to watch a couple of really weird ones. One of those movies where you got these people trapped in a room. And they're chained and stuff, and then you have to saw your arm off to get out and those kind of things. Yeah, I think I saw. Um, yeah. then, uh, hey, Mike. I, hey, hey, Mike. Eric. Hey, uh, hi, history. Mike, do that again dark if you're trying bear, to call in. Dark bear. Because <laughs> uh, uh, this thing. Down? He, well, I don't know. If you didn't, if you wanted to call in, call in again, Mike, because I. I've only got about three seconds to click you in and I'm not looking yeah. at the screen. So you got to be quick with the click. Yeah. I mean, oh, he said, he said fat fingers. Sorry. He oh, didn't okay. intend to do that. All right. Well, I'm assuming Eric, you'd intended to call in. Hey, Eric. Um, I went ahead and decided to call and hope, hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Well, it's been a weekend. It's, it's been oh, yeah. right up there. So do oh, you, no have you heard from Robert? Do you know if he got his camping trip? Off? Um, um, I, I think he might be on the camping trip. I hadn't spoken to him on the phone per se. I don't know whether slightly or Lady Me or Laura or Pink Squirrel have talked to him. I didn't know whether the weather the weather looked like it was kind of questionable up that way, so I didn't know whether he braved um, I would, or not. I would hope the weather cooperated and, and also hope he's safe. Yes. Uh, I've been camping in Texas through some thunderstorm. All right, is this is this intentional, Mike? Oops. Try again, Mike. I've been or camping in Texas. Or you can click, th- or you can click on his icon in the chat and give him the invite. 
Uh, well, I haven't. I'm sharing your show right now, Don Link. I don't see the chat. Uh, all right, got it, got it, got it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Hey, hey Mike. Mike, what's going on, buddy? Hey, gentlemen, you caught me. How are you, sir? There's not a lot of time for me to click you in, so I have to be looking at the screen <laughs> to pull that off. Welcome. It's like fishing, right? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I think I well, called into your show one time. You did, actually, yeah. Many moons ago, and I'm like, I don't it's know. Been a, a little ways back. I think it was back uh, after the holidays. Yeah, it was like way back when. It's yep. like my first episode I had hit a heart on or something. No, heart on. Hearts <laughs> on. We hit the like button. Excuse me. Oh, here uh, we go. Wow. <laughs> Don't say hearts and then on at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> there's certain phrases that we, we uh, can't wow, say either. Boy. So that's, yeah, uh, yeah. that's not the worst thing to slip through here. <laughs> He's on a list now. Yeah. At least you weren't going to the restroom. Uh, no. So that's just a plus. Well, <laughs> I take it that has happened if before. If you are, just don't let us know. Twice, um, I think, hadn't it? Yeah. Twice? Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've yeah, taken yeah. trips to the bathroom with people. Yeah, we've had two callers that have oh. called us in midstream. What? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. Nice. <laughs> one, one was, uh, who was it, the guy in England? Uh, uh, yeah, Popsky. Um, Popsky, yeah, yeah. Now, now, now I don't think Pop. Yeah, I think he did actually. Yeah, he yeah, did. he did. Yeah. And the bad thing is, I couldn't cut him off. He was in that no man's land where. Yeah, I that was where that was where the bubble. I, was. I could not. Yeah, the bubble yeah. wasn't there, yeah. and I I couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> oh, that was shame on me. <laughs> well, yeah, dark that was good stuff. That was good stuff. So how's things was- there and Florida? Um, it's very strange because I see reports around the nation, the mask and people still wearing them here. It's almost non-existent. It's like before COVID. Oh yeah. It's um, non-existent here in, uh, in Georgia either. Really Mike. Um, yes. Except it's, if you, well, you know, I was in target. Over pockets. The weekend. Uh, yeah. There's, there's some people still wearing them in target home Depot, yeah, well, but I yeah. actually, uh, they're, they're changing their signage. Now you have an option. So it used to be they forced you, except Kroger. Kroger, for some reason, is still hanging on the mask over here. So mm. um, so well, you don't sneeze on their chicken or something. I don't uh, know. They're, they're part of the union there, Donald Wayne. So that might have something to do with it. I think my Kroger stores aren't saying anything to people coming in without masks on. But it might be uh, the county that, that y'all live in that's probably pushing it. I think Cabin Fulton, Cobb, Clayton, Douglas... Because, you know, considering how they are. Well, Publix is based in Florida, so that may be why they're they're so open to doing away with the mask policy up here. Yeah, well, you know, Walmart's full on, no mask. So, you know, you go in there however you want to. You don't even have to wear clothes. I mean, I walked into an old (laughs) grocery store today, um, and they didn't have, like, the directional signs on the floor. Which I thought, wow. Oh, yeah. But, oh, they took the little foot, the little, the little feet <laughs> so off you, the floor. So you know where to stand. So what is this? I'm coming here for dancing lessons or I'm trying to check so, out. What's going on? see a bunch of people standing there. <laughs> but I think like the directional signs for the aisles, like they're, 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 they're not one way anymore. <laughs> I was just Donald kidding. Donald and me. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, 
Yes. I got confirmation today um, through a Skype call from the CEO of uh, Christ Geo Media Corporation. And yeah. uh, it is official. I'm yeah, I, starting tomorrow just to do a conference call and doing some learning the software and how the app works. But basically the radio, radio talk show uh, position slot that I got with them is pretty cool. It's a multimedia oh, well, company. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Give uh yeah, that deserves a clap, Donald. Who is this I mean Yeah, it's, uh, it's Christ, Christ Geo dot com or um Christ Geo dot TV. It's like it's got everything in there. Um it's Christian Christian oriented, but it also has, you know, what do you call it? It's like Secular movies there too, but it's more seen right. towards uh, healing the nation again, bringing some positive instead of all the negative that's been going on. Right. Yes. Well, how can well, you? Uh, where do you see that at? Where, where can one go? Um, in three months, there's going to be a national rollout, and it's also global. But um, they have all the financial backers, a lot of uh, people that are in the business now um, of you know radio, and um, they're also with. Um, uh, it's a lot of people that are backing us, and it's huge. Uh, All right, the brain fart right now. So, well, good for you. How did you get involved with that, Mike? <laughs> uh, well, my pastor's father um, owns sixteen radio stations in the in the middle, in the West, and oh, wow. he knew one yeah. guy. He turned. He he said, you know, because I told him I loved to do voiceovers when I was a kid, pretend I was a radio show host. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, and, uh, you know, I struggled with fear from talking and blah, blah, blah. And he turned me on to, to one guy to do one online. And while doing it, I also filled out and put an application into this new Christian media company that was expanding or that was going to have a rollout. Sure enough, out of the um, 50, 50, no, 60 plus applicants that needed 10,000 or more followers, because I needed to have a popular webcast or a podcast, and I haven't, you know follower wise and he picked me yeah. out of all of them and i was it was just pretty cool well, that's that's well, great you. yeah so we we uh, do a little cheering for that you want to give him a cheer yeah let's see yeah get the get the people out of the closet there <laughs> let's give mike a good cheer <laughs> there. that's awesome yeah congratulations still nervous but i'll be all right <laughs> oh you'll be fine you'll be fine no there's no accidents in life mike so that's great yeah good for you Thank you, thank you. And and that starts uh, soon. You, or are you saying? Oh, tomorrow months? is my pretty much my orientation. I'm going to be as other executives are going to be on the phone call. And, oh, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to get basically oriented. We're going to be daily. I'm going to be in touch with with one of the execs that are in charge. And I create my own content like like you guys do. You just I can yeah. just make it anything, I guess. But have it. You know, I can't be. Worshiping the devil and stuff on right, you know, right. on here, yeah, but that, 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 yeah, that might might uh, rub them wrong. But he's music fine, politics fine, just you know. So, oh, that's awesome, and, and yeah. so you don't even have to. So you get to do that from the confines of your own home. Yes, and that's their whole plan is. And a lot of the major cities in the U.S. they're going to put you know good radio stations and they have uh -huh. stores are opening up it's it's gonna be huge they're doing a youtube That's channel awesome. it's it's awesome. it's insane dude yeah 
I well, guess. when you get more, you know, we get some when they when they're ready to roll out, you should give us a heads up so we can. Yeah, we can definitely love get to into that. Tune into yeah. that. And they're uh, looking for <clears throat> talent, so. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> well, yeah. you just said the key word. <laughs> talent. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, you have to go and throw that in there. That... <laughs> I mean, to have a minimum thirty-eight k to start is pretty enticing. So. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, a, a big Christian uh, radio station took over one of our talk stations here in Atlanta about, gosh, it's probably been. Um, K-Love K on 106.7. I, I've yeah, seen billboard signs for that. They took over our, our my favorite talk station here in Atlanta about well, a year and a half ago. That's all I listen to. Yeah, actually, my radio stays on 106.7 all day, every day. Yeah. yeah well, I, but, they don't have any commercials. Uh, was it a uh, radio station? Uh, 106.7. K-Love. K-Love, yeah. yeah. But they, and, 106.7. They don't it's actually probably different have, where Mike is. Yeah, they don't have a facility have here. They, it's all out of California, I believe. Um, Caleb's yeah, going I think on with us, too. No local oh, identity. Good, really? Yeah, K-Love, the closest um, station, I think, near here. I think the station that serves the Atlanta market is out of Tennessee. Oh, is that what it is? It is. Yeah, they're based out of California, but they've spread across the country. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep, they did that kinda, before the election cycle last year. I think the only other Christian music station here in Atlanta is that 104.7 The Fish, which is owned and yeah. operated by Salem Communications. And nothing against them. I just, you know, with K-Love, they actually have no commercials. So instead of commercials, they do scripture. And they're just positive, uplifting stories and messages. So they, I'm, they will not play one commercial on that radio station. Um, so I guess they're yeah. kind of like they're kind of like um, like a PBS version of radio where they rely on donations. They do. Know. They do. Yeah. yeah. They have a I have a you know a, a deal where they um, run it for about a week where they get donations in and I mean like I a pledge drive. Yeah, they do a pledge drive, and that's why I figure, you know, hey, it's worth 10, 15 bucks a month of my money for something that I don't have to listen to commercials and actually helps to give me something to get through the day. So, would I be well, able to put the link in the chat? So, yeah. 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 And be, be sure to email it to Donald Wayne, too. That yeah. way, yes. him and Dennis Lee can be on the lookout for it. Yeah, definitely. Yes, sir. Especially. Um, you know, they never know it, what, they have uh, a, what that could hold if they're looking for other people. It's crazy. <laughs> like they have, it's just like Podbeam, the same exact kind of application, but you can actually customize your entire layout. And it's, it's really cool, man. It's like, it's just like Podbeam set up and it's, but it's more dynamic and yeah. it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Well, yeah, that's, that's, the, but hopefully it's I better also, than the Podbeam setup. But. <laughs> and I would also it's hope that they probably, I would hope that that the, the radio executives at this company can also keep other friends in mind too, like Jeremy Cummings and James Mitchell and John DeVito. And, and, and I'm sure you, Dennis Lee, would probably be, be interested. Maybe you, Donald Wayne, as well. Um, but y- y'all would first need to talk to him and see how, how y'all feel about it. Yeah, I'd have to, right. you know, it would probably be more of what we do here because um, I, I don't but, know. But, that, but uh, you really want to you know, get a feel of like, who, who your bosses would be. Like working for that. Basically, you're you're the creator. Yeah, you're the content creator. If it's what you have here is what you bring over there. You know, that's it. Wow. Well, you be you, but over there. Well, and get paid. (laughs) 
Uh huh. Yes. Thank yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's free get... for they. Yeah, it's it's free for for those who like you know want to sign or you know check it out. It's free for I guess the right now it's a week, but they're gonna have it like Podbeam. It's free to use the podcast thing and. It is really cool, man, and they're looking for talent and people who have wholesome shows. It's, it's well, wow. we're, unique. We're, we're happy for you, Mike. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And, great, uh, great deal. Appreciate the heads up, too. It's be worth checking yeah. out to see if there's any opportunity mm-hmm. there as well. Um, Absolutely. Take this, thing on, take this thing on the road, Donald Wayne. So the exclusive <laughs> was here and on your show tonight, and thank you for having me. I'm going to go ahead and hang up, and thank you for uh, allowing me on your well, panel. Well, thanks for sharing hey, well, that with thank us. Thank you, we're, and congratulations yeah, again, we're, Mike. You definitely deserve you. it, brother. We're very happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Cheer- you, gentlemen. Uh, and your email is, I think I have it. TriceTalk69PTS at gmail.com. Yes. Copy that. Thank you, gentlemen. And Donald Wayne, for you. Yeah. All right. You got it. And yep. another round of cheers out to Mike. That's awesome news. Um, yeah. Good for him. That's a. That's a real blessing right there to get paid it's, for something you love to do. It's nice to hear stories like that. Yeah. It's nice that deserves it. Uh, Podbeam friends uh, have great opportunities like that. That's, that's very, very encouraging. Very encouraging. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm getting about ready to drop off too, gentlemen. So we can go, get, okay. get on with the show. All right, but I hope Lar and Jess might decide to show up. And but if Robert shows up, I know you'll be on lookout for him if he decides to call in and see y'all. <laughs> yeah, we'd like we'd like to hear if he, how he survived the uh, camping trip this weekend. But yeah. All right. So. Um, see, see ya. All right. Thanks. Okay, Dennis Lee. That's a good story. Good way that to start a out. Story. A positive yeah. thing. Maybe, no, I'm maybe. always ex- excited for somebody to do better. That's for sure. <laughs> maybe the only positive story we had. Well, I don't know. Maybe. We well, and we appreciate that, Mike. I mean, you know, uh, well, first, first of all, we're excited for you. Um, but thank you for the fellowship and sharing that message. So, yes, uh, if it is an opportunity for others, that would be great as well. Uh, Since they're looking for talent, um, as long as I don't have to juggle anything, I'm. Uh, or you can juggle. I'm saying you juggle. No, that's that's more of a just toss something up in the air. And, uh, <laughs> oh, and it hits the ground. <laughs> you don't actually have to catch it. Right, right, right. Yeah, they didn't tell me juggling and meant that you had to catch it when you threw it up in the air. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's all you, so, Donald Wayne. BP, you really want to hear about politics? I oh, mean, he's come on. Up. Yeah, I mean, he's, that- he's, dressed, he's dressed for it and everything. Uh, you know, so this is the second story I found about that has something to do with uh, Facebook. Uh, I did one last week and, uh, here's another one. And I'm surprised actually they, they leave it on Facebook when we post it. So, uh, have you heard Dennis Lee about smugglers, uh, in Mexico are actually openly advertising illegal border crossings on Facebook? Have you seen that? Um, no. No. <laughs> well, they Facebook. are. They're they're running ads or on Facebook, uh, telling people what they need to do in order to take care, uh, take advantage of their services. Uh, this is a story was in Epic Times, and here's that guy with missing letters in his name, but I it, I just call him Peter Sob. 
Uh, it's spelled differently, but that's what it looks like to me. It says that human smugglers along the southern border are openly advertising their services on Facebook, and the social media company has fallen short on removing some of the content. Uh, the, the gist of the story in the beginning was, you know, they've banned, you, you heard over the weekend, they banned Donald Trump for two more years from Facebook. Uh, I heard that. I'm, and, you know, because of his comments uh, about the election being stolen, but yet they allow stories or, or posts on Facebook advertising their services to people, you know, to smuggle them across the border. Um, let's see. Facebook is so far, well, they have taken some of the um, stories down, but Representative Kat Kamak, a Republican from Florida, I don't know if Mike knows that particular representative or not, but took office in January, repeatedly alerted Facebook to the issue about these posts being made on Facebook. And um, Facebook has so far failed to accommodate Kamak's request for an in-person meeting to discuss the issue. Given that some of the posts in question were paid advertisement, it raises the question of whether Facebook has been taking money, at least indirectly, from criminal cartels, which are known to control the human trafficking operations. Uh, Let's see. It talks about the border crossing, skyrocketing. Um, Goes on to say, specifically, administration's move to no longer turn back minors caught uh, crossings illegally has been linked to a surge of unaccompanied minors. This article is claiming that some of that is because these people are advertising that they'll get people across the border. I have witnessed some of the most horrific horrors, really crimes against humanity that you can imagine, Kymak said. It's not just a national security crisis. This is a humanitarian crisis. Drug cartels control the Mexican side of the border so tightly that nobody gets illegally across without paying them. She learned from the Border Patrol agents during her two trips to the border this year, this is not in any shape, way, or form a humanitarian mission that the cartels are undertaking. This is about dollars, and they don't care about the value of human life. They care about making money, and they do it through the most brutal authoritarian means possible. While the posts on Facebook present human smuggling operations as trustworthy and safe, the reality is just the opposite. I have personally spoken to a nine-year-old girl who could barely tell me her name because her vocal cords had given out while screaming while being gang raped by cartel members, Carmack said, noting that the majority of girls are sexually assaulted or abused on their way to the border. Um... I I saw the screen flash, but I didn't catch it in time. Uh, Most of the Facebook groups appear connected with the human smuggling activities are private, but there's plenty of posts that offer the illicit service. Uh, There's some down here. I can see the post. Here's one that's registered. Want to cross to the United States? We pick them up in uh, Guatemala and take them to Houston, crossing all over Mexico by bus, paying $9,300, ask for reports every 10 days. We upload people. What's up? It's kind of broken 
communication there. There's several in Spanish, which I obviously can't read. But uh, there's a number of posts on Facebook telling people, it says, uh, here's one says, people don't miss your chance to travel to the U.S. Sounds like a travel brochure through asylum applications guarantee adults with minors. For more information, send a message to my inbox or call. And they're showing they're redacting the, those numbers here So you, for the article. Um, the American dream, cross the border, 100% safe by city. Don't waste your time through foot crossing overnight. I'll get you directly to your destination. For more information, send a WhatsApp to da-da-da-da-da, one user advertised. Another one says, we are still offering border crossings to the U.S. from any country. If you're from another country, you can pay first upon arrival to Mexico. We also offer services to fix your arrival with or without a migration alert. And there's one. I have five spots for Oxnard, Oxnard, California. The paperwork is not free as you cross through the borderline. Send me a message to Redacted for more information. Only people truly interested should apply. Uh, travel safely to the U.S. guided by God. We have the best people, responsible and righteous. Schedule your travel date. Click this WhatsApp link. Our cars are new and drivers with years of experience, full of comfort and friendly behavior. Yet another said, claiming we cover all routes inside the U.S. So these are ads that are being uh, or post or ads or they say some of them are actually ads that are on Facebook. Uh, getting people's attention to get them over into the uh, to the U.S. illegally. So. Doesn't that, I mean, all the things that Facebook complained about as far as these postings, people posting things that, that are, are now, of course, these obviously aren't, uh, you, nobody can question them as being lies uh, like they do about the stuff that a lot of the conservatives and Republicans and, of course, Donald Trump had said. But it's still an activity that I don't believe I would want to be, uh, you know, advertising for do you think dennis lee uh no i don't think so at all <laughs> uh, i mean sorry i'm trying to my fingers are not as quick as the actual chat box <laughs> well geez so that's um <clears throat> that's what's coming out with Facebook. I mean, that's what Facebook is doing. According to this article. Now I have not seen any of those other than what I've seen here in this article. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if that would be, you know, I haven't done the fact checking on it, but that's, that's what this article and that representative from Florida is accusing Facebook of doing. Well, you'll have that article on um, on our. <laughs> I wonder how long that article will stay up on our Facebook page, Donald Wayne. I don't know. The other article account. about that I did about. Uh, hey, Robert, hang on. Just hey, a second. thanks for the coffee, Mike. Hey, thank, thank you, you so Mike. Much. Uh, that other article I posted on there is still there. It was yesterday, okay, so maybe the, right. we'll see if they. And that one was against. Uh, uh, Oh, that was a personal attack. <laughs> so maybe um, we'll see how this one goes. There you go. 
But um, I think I think that's you know I wouldn't think they'd want to be involved in any shape, form, or fashion with this activity and and allowing them to have a, a means to communicate with people and then set up appointments, you know, to get people across the border illegally. Um, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't think so, but you know, um, they've got look Zuckerberg's got plenty of money if he's got to go to court and. Uh, there's no bad press, isn't that correct? Is that isn't that what they say, Donald Wayne? Uh, somebody um, said that in a movie. There's no such thing as bad yeah, press. No All press gets your attention. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, tell Donald Trump that. <laughs> Well, Kenny, he's um, yeah, I was he was all over the different things I was looking at today. So, um, Robert, are you, you know, still there? They were actually, um, they were. Yes, actually, I'm here. Oh, hey, Robert, yeah. are you there, hello. Robert? I'm here. Did you are have you? a British accent with that? You said hello. Uh, hello, Mike. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, well, maybe it's my Donald Wayne's insinuating I, over here. I apologize, Robert. Um, uh, are you calling us from out in the cornfield? Are you still camping no, at, out there? At, no, actually, we got back about eleven fifteen this morning. Oh, okay. It was a it was an interesting weekend with all the booze and stuff. Of course, I can't drink because of the medicine and stuff I'm on. But oh. everybody else had a wild party. Oh my goodness! I didn't know it was that kind of camping trip. I thought you're just going out to be with nature. Well, well I, actually, nature I, was a I, person I, that was out there. <laughs> I I was with nature, but I got Whoa. I got a special I got I got what? a special I got a special surprise. <laughs> I, I didn't know somebody was bringing three uh, kids out on the camping trip. Oh my goodness! Pizza? No, not pizza. What pizza? Where did pizza out? come from? <laughs> Nobody said the first what, word. What was pizza, it? Pizza? What did he say? Pita? He said three kids. <laughs> three kids? <laughs> yeah. Where did I hear pizza? Where did you get? I didn't say pizza. <laughs> and then I thought, uh, well, maybe you said pita. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, don't Join blame an animal me. rights group. Taking a drink out of the wrong glass. There, uh, you know. Well, I need to move the incense. Maybe that's getting to me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, BP. <laughs> Let's not get that stirred up. Um, Pizza gate. Pepperoni okay. off. So, uh, all right. So, I'm goodness. sorry. What What was it? Uh, the, the actual story wasn't pizza. It was three kids, did you say? Yeah. Someone brought three kids out. Um, so I got to take care of them all weekend because, of course, they started drinking. And, uh, yeah, that was the end of Who's the designated <laughs> kid watcher here? Uh -oh. Oh, the one who can't drink. That's, that's the I'm the I'm the one who watched them. It was a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and a four-year-old. Jeez. And, I, and I'm like, there goes my peaceful weekend. Yeah, yeah well. Then, then you should just be giving them candy. So uh, here you go. I don't know why they're still up. Um, they had plenty of candy from their mom. Oh, I didn't need okay. to give them any more. Jeez. Now we had uh, we, the kids and I had fun. We went swimming in the creek, and it kept us cooled off. They didn't so, want to get out like most kids do. I'm like, sure, yeah, you're a fish in water. <laughs> So the weather was good for you then, huh? Yeah, no rain. It's just we didn't have a good cell phone signal, so I could not do my show from the location. I oh, wanted to, no. but I'm like, 
Yeah, forget that. I can't get a connection. Yeah. Well, we won't hold it against you. No. Well, you know, it's good that you had a good time anyway. Yeah, we cooked hot dogs and hamburgers and uh, marshmallows. Well, oh, we did have s'mores, but it was the marshmallow cream because the person's like, well, this will work the same. I'm like, no, nah, you need the good old-fashioned marshmallows. <laughs> not not those shortcuts. Yeah, they took a shortcut. I'm like, hmm, somebody's a little lazy on shopping. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no marshmallow cream at an event like this. Yes. I remember the camping days. I mean, it was like you were planning on going cross country for us. So it looked like we was going across country because we had our truck was heaping full of crap that all right, we we aren't even gonna use a fourth of that crap. Like take it. We never know if we'll need it. So did you you sleep out in the open or did you have a tent? Well tent. Okay. But it felt like I was out in the open because all the mosquitoes and stuff. I'm like, there a hole here? Cause, <laughs> jeez. Well, they I'd... say if you um, keep an open container of bleach next to you, that the mosquitoes will be driven away. I can't do that because of the ammonia. I can't be around it because of my. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, I've never well, heard good. of that. That's something new. I, I never have either. Um, Hey, you learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Jess. Uh, you have a campfire, you got to roast some marshmallows. Catch them on fire, blow them out real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. Sling yeah, some hot have. mallow over on somebody. Um, uh, I've done that. Yeah. Flaming <laughs> flaming charcoal marshmallow on somebody. and uh, Whoa, Fauci fire. <laughs> well, there's some other people that could go with him. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, good we had a camp. We had a campfire. <laughs> Did you name your camp, Robert? I know some people like to name the camp. Name the at. camp? Uh, no, we didn't, but we stayed at a location called Mallory Park. Oh, that sounds... it's the first. It's the first time I've been there. It's a huge campground. They got two places. That's one on one on our campsite, and the other way over yonder. <laughs> So this morning I took the kids over to the park. They both like swim. I'm like, I just packed all my swim stuff. You know I'm getting ready to go home. They're like, <laughs> okay. So I whispered the word park to their mom. They're like, yeah, go take them so I can pack our stuff up so we can get going home. <laughs> so does anybody? Did y'all cook breakfast? You know, had sizzling bacon and oh yeah, eggs uh, the, and can't beat that. The camp, the camper that came with us ended up getting sick, so she had to go home. Oh no! So no, we didn't get any of that. Oh, that's have, a shame. We we did have like toast and stuff like that that we can eat and uh, fresh mm. fruit and stuff, so we didn't oh, go she, hungry. And make sure she didn't have the COVID. Uh, no, uh, it's just uh, she had a panic attack. Oh so no! She got she got scared. Jeez. Well, is uh, what some wild animals creep up on y'all out there? Or? I think we did have a raccoon that visited us throughout the night because it ate some of the food, so we had to throw it away. Jeez. Well, at least it wasn't a bear. <laughs> well, this is true. There's been a lot of bear 
sightings in the news. Did y'all see that video of the teenager that went after the bear that was walking her, her cubs across this fence ledge or this fence railing? I just um, saw the, and, the mama the bear dogs. swatting the mama. at the, the dogs. I didn't see any cubs. Well, right. Well, yeah, she was swatting at the dogs. And then the teenager that was, you know, the owner of the animals just came up and just went just running dead into that bear and knocked it off the wall. Hmm. Um, just about knocked it off. Scared the hell out of the bear. Bear's like, whoa, we're getting out of here. This this human's crazy. Look at him charging right at me. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that video, but uh, that was pretty brave. Uh-huh. But but at least the bear wasn't completely over the fence. So I think you know she able to take advantage of it not being balanced. Right. But, uh, yeah. And I mean, that, concerned about her cubs. I think that, that little dog would have been a, a one chomp bite meal there. Yeah, that would have been sad. That would have been sad. You know, you hear about um, little bitty dogs that are, and this happened here in Georgia, that, um, you know, those big hawks. Oh, yeah, the hawks down, will take them. Yeah, yeah, they'll take those dogs right away. Um, yeah, and and we've got a lot them, of hawks out alive. here. Yeah, yeah, we uh, do. They, they're circling all the time, looking for the little uh, chipmunks running around, scurrying through the yards. Yeah, I know that Sasquatch has seen them. I mean, he's probably seen plenty of them. That's a big old chicken wing right there. Um, <laughs> so how do you know that Sasquatch has seen the hawks? Uh, well, I mean, you know, being out there in the woods all the time. I mean, you're either, okay. you know. Yeah, he, look, he confirmed it. Okay. So. Uh, um, Donald Wayne, uh, watch out you know, for your little puppies. <laughs> you know, um, Washington, the Washington Post put out an article about um, and this is by, by Jim Morrison too, which is actually peculiar because I thought he was dead, but uh, I believe it's about he is. what what yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Twenty Seven Club, what lurks beneath, and, and and this is basically has to do with infrastructure to a degree. Oh boy, um, talking Joe about Biden's favorite word. Yeah, talking about, and this one's out of Norfolk, uh, Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> no folk. No folk. Uh, no folk. Whoa, whoa. Don't say don't that too me, quick. Don't make me talk. Quickly. I told you I'm impressionable, Donald Wayne. Um, yes. Richard know. Gere, that's, that's a good one there, Sasquatch. Um, so, yeah, they're talking about uh, in Norfolk, the. Um, aging uh, infrastructure as far as their storm drainage goes. And it talks about storm drains around the country. And actually, the storm drainage is very expensive to build and to maintain. I would think. Uh, yeah, well, I guess, you know, I just never really think about it. Um, and in Norfolk, particularly, um, they uh, they've been monitoring it uh, with one of these little uh, sensors down by the where the the waters come through at, and said that the sea level rise driven by climate change and the area sinking land is pushing water through pipes from the Elizabeth River as much as a mile inland, sometimes flooding yards, street and street bypasses, even on sunny days. So this is not even just by the the weather that the you know the amount of rain that comes down from a storm. This has to do with the ocean. Um, so at low tide, the seventy-two inch pipe beneath uh, 
the this gentleman's feet uh, is filled with water even before it starts to rain. During high tide, pipes in the system may be as much as 90% full. So then you add a storm in there on top of that. And uh, they, 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 uh, the, this guy here, uh, what's his name? But Kyle Spencer, um, he's one of the ones uh, doing the study here. Or, uh, he's a resilience officer. Um, so he said, we didn't know how much water stays in these pipes. And it, it was very much, uh, he said, once they monitored it, they, they couldn't believe exactly how much water was staying in there. And, uh, uh, you know, up to 90% is an issue. Um, they said stormwater systems are the soft underbelly of American infrastructure. They're expensive to build and maintain, often costing hundreds of millions or even billions of dollars. Um, you know, they, they talk about rain bombs that are dumping inches of water on cities and hours, overwhelming pipes and pumps. And Norfolk's system is so old that it has terracotta pipes in place. And I can only imagine you give a little bit of shift to the earth there. Um, you think those bad boys are crack right in two. Wouldn't you, Donald Wayne? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I hey, still had the mute on. Did you? Did I you? Was, did you go somewhere? No, I didn't. I, I was responding the, to someone a minute ago, and I forgot oh, to unmute. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, I said there's a, a lot of homes in Florida that have terracotta shingles on their house. There you go. Um, so there's American Society of Civil Engineers 2021 report card ranks stormwater infrastructure nationally as a D on an A to F scale. And an accompanying survey of stormwater officials by the Water Environment Federation and Industry Group reported an $8.5 billion annual shortfall in funding. Um, so stormwater infrastructure is failing. Climate change is driving more frequent and intense rainfall. And it says... Um, a 2019 study out of Wisconsin uh, found eastern half of the United States 100-year storms, ones with a 1% chance of happening in any year, were occurring almost twice as often as in 1950. In 2020, there were a record 20 storms and hurricane events, each causing more than $1 billion in damages, uh, according to uh, uh, NOAA. That's a that's a pretty big amount. Um, yeah, I. But you know, I mean, everything that I've read, and I, I don't deny climate change. We obviously know that it's it's going to change. Uh, it has changed, but everything that I've read says that there's been less than a two degree temperature change in the last hundred years. Is, have you seen that? Yes, I have. I mean, you know, they, yes. so, so that's going to create any, these terrible storms is a two degree uh, rise in temperature. The earth is going well, through, through things that it has definitely gone through before. It can be said that, you know, what we're the industrialized nation is doing to, um, the, the the environment is kind of speeding things up a little bit, but how much does any, you know, do they really know exactly? Um, I don't know. Well, that's but this is Fauci. Fauci. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, he's hey, right. Man he's Cave. Already, he's probably in one of his emails that'll come out. Welcome, Man Cave. Um, <laughs> Believe the science. Okay? Believe the yeah. science. Believe the science. It's in the science. Um, so in Norfolk, the sensors and software were installed by Storm Sensor, a Seattle startup. They are funded through RISE, a Norfolk nonprofit backing climate solutions innovations. Um, the, the Aaron Rothman, who's the Storm Sensors founder, says the company typically installs 20 gauges in a storm sewer watershed for $100,000 the first year and then $50,000 annually to maintain monitoring. Goodness gracious. And that's a fraction more than 30000 a similar sensor cost a decade ago, uh, according to an EPA report. So these, yeah, these, um, these are definitely very expensive to maintain. Um, in Detroit, another city with storm and sewer overflows, because this is not just storm water. This is also sewer water that we're worried about here, too. Branko Kirkus an associate engineer professor at the University of Michigan led a study that used information from sensors to control valves and gates during a storm. By opening and closing them at the right times, the system could handle as much as 100 million gallion, uh, gallions. Gallions. Um, Roman. If you didn't know, that was a Roman term for <laughs> gallons. Um, 100 million gallons more without overflows. Building storage to hold that much water would have cost the city $500 million. So um, it's pretty wild numbers, they were saying, just by actually controlling when they were uh, opening and closing those valves. Um, so, you know, there's there's definitely issues um, with that out there. And if they don't get an answer to it soon, then these um, these cities that are uh, right there on the ocean are going to end up having a big problem when storms come through and especially during hurricane season as that, as that is um, on the increase. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a problem for Denver, uh, but you know, yeah. I, I, I did read that article and the first thing that came to my mind goes, I used to have to deal with this in my other life and that other job uh storm water drain engines so, so right. forth but so they're talking about these pipes they have these storm drains stay half full uh most of the time i think is that what the article said yeah actually up to 70 percent full. so, so they've got them piped directly to the ocean i thought that was a no-no because there's a lot of uh uh chemicals and things that get washed in into the storm drains although they're not supposed to but they do uh, i thought so too we'll probably find a um probably find a series of check valves and stuff like that along, along the way where you couldn't have that um, backwash into the ocean yeah so I, I don't know i guess Maybe it's to go into those channels to keep the actual towns from flooding out. <laughs> It'll go into those underground. Um, did, did you see that? That's one of the, I did read that article. I think um, what I could remember of it. Didn't it say the city was sinking? Uh, yes. You remember that? Yes. yes. <laughs> so maybe that's a problem for them too. Um uh, figure out why it's sinking i wonder if they did a lot of uh fill-in to before they built the city 
don't know. I mean, but you know. have to do something to get that under control. Well, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought that was actually, if you think about the, the, the wastewater, the storm drains, uh, which are not supposed to be connected, um, that's a fascinating thing, especially you take areas where they're mountainous, even like here around Atlanta. I mean, it's got to be an effort to to get all this stuff designed and and you know where you, where you can uh, take care of a population the size we are here with all the the train issues that we have around Atlanta. Right, and, and yeah, slightly. I um, there's an article that going going on here later that I have that. Yeah, the uh, Fauci and everyone, uh, people like Christian G. Anderson, uh, things are going to start unraveling pretty quick for these individuals. You think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's all I have on that, Donald Wayne. Yeah. Um, What was it? Somebody was pawning over uh, Fauci on CNN the other day was talking about even after the emails came out, you know, CNN was not asking him any tough questions about any of that. So I guess uh, I guess he's I mean, as long as you got the protection of, you know, two thirds of the media in this country, I mean, what what you going to do? Well, Fauci's been doing what he's doing, I mean, in our government for the last, what, 40 years. So, um, yeah. And he makes more than the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well paid. Indeed. Okay. So now what do you want to talk about? Well, it's in your court, Donald Wayne. My court? Yes. <laughs> Well, I thought about going to law school, but uh, I realized it would take far longer than I wanted to dedicate to it. So, um, where's the drums? I, drums? I, I don't have any drums. Uh, there you go. And that says comedy. I don't even know why that says comedy. Do you know why that says comedy? Yet another question for Podbean. I'm not okay. sure, Donald Wayne. Oh, they won't take any more emails from me. I've sent them about four this week, and uh, right. they're uh, they're not answering me anymore. <laughs> I think I'm on All a lift. by myself. <laughs> they may only... Uh, <laughs> if, if we disappear, uh, it's probably because of my emails, too. Uh, thanks a lot, Donald Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Epic Times, a former Democrat explains why he joined the Republican Party. Uh, and w- actually, there's been a lot more of that lately, at least coming out in the news about people who were Democrats and they're switching over. Um, this guy's name, this is, like I said, from the Epic Times, Zachary Stiber and Joshua Phillips uh, pinned this article. And it says when Maurice Washington was growing up, practically everybody he knew was a Democrat. Everybody in your family, your neighbors, they were all Democrats. I can relate to that growing up in Texas. Uh, Washington, Washington executive chair of the Charleston County Republican Party said on Epic TV's Crossroads program this uh, last week, 
Washington recalled his father, a sanitation worker, dying when he was nine years old. His mother told her children that they would have to grow up faster. So different values developed for me and my nine siblings following mom's step. Working and investing in self and mind and not relying on government to pull you out, Washington said. I tried to be a Democrat, more or less to stay in connection with other African-Americans. It just didn't work out. I always felt odd speaking the values that she instilled in us, and it was never really embraced by the Democrat Party. So it led to the change and where I'm at right now. Well, did I lose you, Dennis Lee? Did you drop out, Dennis Lee? I meant to mute. Uh, <laughs> Washington served on the Charleston City Council throughout the 1990s before being elected by the South Carolina General Assembly to the South Carolina State University Board of Trustees. Uh, some think that black Americans are more favorable to welfare and other government handouts than others, according to Washington. That's not the case. It's a mistake to believe that African-Americans are more interested in handouts rather than a hand up. Handouts rather than just leveling the playing field. Equity, fairness. Level the field and let us compete. No advantages to anyone, he said. The Republican Party believes in... We'll give you the tools. We'll level the field. We'll allow you to determine how high you rise or how low you remain, where self-reliance becomes the driving force. As I see the Democrat Party, it's government. It's your best pathway forward. Not you, but government will take care of you. Become reliant on us and everything will be okay. Well, if you look at that party, it has led to the highest percentage of unemployment of African-Americans, the lowest level of wage earners, the highest non-graduates of high school and colleges. It's just not working. So we need something a little different. And I think that little different that we need is offered in part by the Republican Party. Um, of course, he talks about, you know, the Republican Party being kind of at odds with itself because of Donald Trump. But so some differences along the way in a party, but not the kind of differences that would ultimately cripple the party. And we have to work hard at ensuring that ultimately it doesn't hurt our candidate or the party brand, he said. Washington also believes Trump should retain a role in the GOP. If we think about it, he left us in pretty good shape. We control the redistricting process literally across America. So we have a chance to, and we should win back the House in 2022 as a result of controlling the district lines. No one is focusing on that. We may have lost the presidency, but we made, what, a 13 to 14 gain in the House of Representatives. We are now at a break-even point in the Senate, but all of this could change in 2022 as a result of the Republican Party from South Carolina. So let's see. Well, last comment here. So I think it's he's left us in pretty good shape if we don't blow it. If we don't blow it. And when you package that with the 75 million votes, 10 million above and beyond the 2016 numbers, I would say that he was a pretty big voice still in the Republican Party going forward. So that's one man's account of why he left the Democrat Party. 
Well, and uh, you know, there's a which I think reasons. is encouraging. <laughs> so you know, not that all Democrats are bad at all. You know, no, I got a uh, I got a family full of them, and I love them. Right, I love them. Um, you know, because there's a little bit from both sides that make you know. A little bit from their side, I should say, that makes sense, um, that uh, could be used. But once you start going too far that way, then it uh, it gets pretty bad. So, well, I think it's a pretty stark contrast of what he what he was saying. You know, the Democrats want to take care of people, tell people that you know, pretty much the party will take care of you if you just keep us in office, and. Uh, I think one of the, one of the things, the strong points of the Republican Party, they've pretty much always said, you know, we want to give you the tools to take care of yourself. Even though, you know, like I said, there's a there's a number of <laughs> worthless Republicans out there too. So, you know, there's plenty of blame to go around with the situations that we have to deal with. But, you know, at least. Ideal uh, in ideology, uh, the Republicans have a better idea about self-reliance, taking care of yourself. Right. So, all right, Dennis, well, they, um, you <laughs> are you teach are you, a man to fish exactly, just that. Uh, well, yeah, the, click, the clicking. Yeah, you don't always have to provide him the fish; you just teach him how to fish. So he can take care of himself. <laughs> the, well, you know, they, people, the man has to like to fish in the first place. So, um, well, yeah, that's true. That's a, definitely a big help. But you know, everybody likes to eat. So, I mean, and I guess you have to like fish too. Um, who doesn't? And like women, that's right. That's right. Teach an individual to fish. Isn't, isn't that how we should say? Um, teach right. an individual to fish. Um, we shouldn't but, say you know, man things, anymore, I guess, huh? Things weren't so PC back then. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Start um, trouble. Start make, trouble. Yeah, it's, it's like you need a new dictionary for today. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Jess has got a solid, solid burn there. We just oh, okay. know how. I don't okay. need to be taught. Uh, well, cancel, 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 cancel. Um, <laughs> no, no, we don't I, need that. I would not begin to argue with that. Da, 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 da. Well, um, are you, are you uh, not ready for me? <laughs> Ready for you? <laughs> well, are you? Uh, oh, I just, oh, here we go. Erase uh, something there. What happened? That was, that was an invitation. There okay. was a whole delete. Um, yep. You know, so I got this right here. Let's see here. Does it hurt? Um, it, it do. It do. <laughs> There's medication for that. I'm Tom Keir with Take Me Fishing. Today I'm going to speak with you about getting started fishing. Fishing is a sport that you can do of any age, whether you're an adult or a child. It's more than just catching a fish, though. It's about spending time with friends and family in the outdoors. When you're ready to go and fish, first look for a local lake or a pond. See where oh, the fish are in. Very good. 
yes, when you're looking to fish, you need water. So <laughs> make sure uh, that you are, you know, <laughs> in a body of water to an actual, you can't dirt fish. Do um, you really have to tell people so, that? I mean, yeah, well, I, well you know, it's it almost sounded like, hey, make sure you're at a pond or a lake. Um, okay. Some okay. people may not know, you know, the people have never fished before. Um, you probably, you probably do. Yeah, exactly. Slightly. Um, anyways, anywho, um, did you hear about a man that threw a severed head at a voting station? Um, in Mexico, now we they want to talk about how we vote here in the United States. Well, down south of the border, they'd be throwing heads at people at voting stations. So I don't want to hear it. And this is a um, this is an article on Reuters. At, I'm uh, sure I'm... Elizabeth Diaz. I'm I'm assuming that's the cartel doing that, and not the well, Mexican government. Right. Uh, it said it basically said on June six um, that, that a man threw a severed head at a voting station in the Terrazas del Val neighborhood of the Mexican border city of Tijuana on Sunday. Local authorities said as Mexicans were casting votes in midterm elections. In one of the bloodiest election campaigns in Mexico's recent history, security consultancy. Uh, Etelect said 91 politicians <laughs> had been killed and attacks rose by 17 and a half uh, to 910 <laughs> compared to the 2017-2018 election cycle. So, um, not exactly. Um, you know what? Uh, that's how they run there. They just kill folks. So... Um, are you running a pretty good campaign? Well, wait till next week, buddy. <laughs> You're just not going to make it. Um, hey, welcome to Cien de Porto. Um, Lodo, and I hope that's not a bad word. I uh, just may have gotten tricked there. Um, local authorities said that the man tried to run away, but did not specify whether he was captured. They said they also found plastic bags with human remains and severed hands nearby so you know maybe he could have been finishing up his work for the day as a cartelian and uh it's like look what am i going to do with his head oh yeah that stupid politician's running down the street i guess i'll pay him a call i'll pay him a visit there so when they say heads are going to roll down there they really mean it people so um all 500 seats in the lower house 15 state governorships and thousands of local leadership positions are up for grabs. Yeah, I bet they are. Just about every damn position down there because nobody's going to run for it. Um, with some 93.5 million Mexicans eligible to vote in Mexico. Um, I thought that was um, very interesting. And uh, then to follow that up... Um, there was a Texas woman who was arrested for posing as a 13-year-old daughter to prove a point on school shootings. So she dressed up like her 13-year-old daughter and went ahead and went to school in her presence or in her absence. A Texas woman was arrested after spending an entire day at middle school posing as her 13-year-old daughter 
and documenting her experience online as administrators and most teachers failed to notice the difference. Well, they may have too many kids in the classroom. You think um, Casey Garcia, 30, of San Elizario, has since been arrested and charged with criminal trespass and tampering with government records. The El Paso County Sheriff's Office was first alerted on June 1st to several social media posts circulating online documenting the incident. Um, you know, well, you shouldn't have been posting while you were there in the first place. Um, so the incident happened at Garcia Enriquez Middle School in San Elizario, located 20 miles southeast of El Paso. Um, mm, that's close. Yeah. She was later taken into custody at her home in one video posted on YouTube titled, Going to school is my 13-year-old daughter. Well, that was pretty smart, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> Garcia is seen wearing a yellow hoodie, glasses, and a black face mask entering the school. I guess, you know, Uh-oh. she figured, I guess maybe they were at the same height. Um, you know, so that would have been a pretty good disguise. Um, so she says, do I look like a seventh grader? No. So that should have been your first. <laughs> first clue that you were going to get popped so um she put on a (laughs) fake tan and dyed her hair and uh to better resemble her teen daughter julie when she walked into school she gave uh her daughter's id number uh, that she had memorized so she didn't have to show any id um see uh uh, nobody really recognized her. Garcia is seen eating in the school cafeteria during lunch with her mask partially off. You know, I guess she can't shove that through a little hole in her mask. So she also later shows a math assignment to the camera and someone addresses her by her daughter's name. I would think that her daughter would be just infuriated. I would um, imagine. And she says, uh, we need better security at our schools. And this is what I tried to prove. She said in a follow-up video, I didn't do this to get views. I didn't do this to get likes. I didn't do this so people could be mad at me, and I can never walk around El Paso again. Um, Said the teachers were so preoccupied about the students who were online that they weren't paying attention to the students who were there physically. I think the deal breaker for me was actually walking in and posing as a seventh grader. I mean, I'm no spring chicken, but it wasn't hard. So, oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Um, she, <laughs> they just didn't even notice her at all. It was a social experiment. I wanted to see if I could make it the entire day without anybody noticing. I'd say up until seventh period is a very long day for a 30-year-old. Is it now? I don't know what she does, but apparently... It's a lot less than having to go to school. Um, so, you know, she did this with good intentions. Um, but, you know, she did have to go to jail for it. Uh, booked at the El Paso County Detention Facility. Her bonds totaled almost $8,000. Um, and she's got documentation of everything she did at the school. So they can obviously use that against her. I mean, that was pretty smart there. Garcia, um, you know, while there was a breach in security by an individual associate as a parent with the school, the uh, San Elizario ISDS 
um, Dr. Jeannie Mesa Chavez. We want to assure you that our security measures are being reviewed and evaluated. So she did put a spotlight on how easy it would be for somebody to come in there and assume somebody else's identity and could just cause some harm. So, uh, I mean, you can't falter for that. Um, but that's going to cost her a little bit of money to prove that point. Well, yeah. there's there's all kinds of weak, weak uh, links in the armor here. That's right. A little wink link. Wink link. Wink, wink link. A little wet links in the chain. Um, I mean, when I used to go up to the school, I strip search, you know, and wanted to have a background, credit card, and all that stuff. So, Right. Exactly. Just to prove who I was. The last one, and I was told after I mentioned this today that this was an old hack, Um, but there's pizza workers have a hack about um, slice stealing that has gone viral. Um, Did you know that a a video that recently went on TikTok um, shows pizza getting cut in a certain way where the entire slice can be removed? But nobody notices it, Donald Wayne. Has um, anybody seen anybody seen this? I haven't um, seen and, that. Okay. I think I would notice if my pizza were well. No, I mean, they show it. They show the hack. Um, they cut the piece of pizza out. They eat it, and you know, and they got a slice of pizza anyway, right? So then they just push the pizza together, and it still it still makes us just a little bit smaller circle. So, I don't know. You'd have to be pretty keen. And what do you uh, do with the slice, pretty, though? I mean, what's the point you, of they that? They eat, eat it. Who, the delivery I mean, person? Um, no, the people making it at the store. They, they're hungry, I guess. I mean, have you seen <laughs> all the boxes they got to slap together? Don't, um, they, don't they get free pie <laughs> when they work at the, those I places? I would think you do. I've never, I've never worked at them or, or worked <laughs> at one of those. but um, and, then, and they work hard, so... Um, but yeah, yeah I TikTok. <laughs> I couldn't twirl that that dough. <laughs> there was a user on TikTok named uh, Lonely Pepperoni showed off a method <laughs> that could be used to cut a large section out of a pie, and then rearranging the slices to make the pie appear whole. I think I knew somebody that went by Lonely Pepperoni in high school. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you did. Oh, my God. The video begins with somebody saying, nobody's going to know. Somebody else responds, they're going to know. As the video continues, however, the original voice asks, how would they know? So, really, you watch the video, you'd actually have to see it. And then you'd be like, oh, 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 you know, I'll know. But would you? Would you really know? Since that video was uploaded, the video has been viewed over 30.8 million times. That's right, Jez Tuck. If they say you're going to get 12 inches, you better make sure you get 12 inches, Donald Wayne. Okay. Um, I I can't believe. (laughs) What? What? They tell tell you. I mean, you get get to pick the size of your pie. You know, you get it 12 inches or 16 inches. So if you want to go all the way, you get 20 inches, Donald Wayne. You make them stand there while you... Bring out the tape measure. 
Say, I got to measure this before you can leave. Okay. BP, this is a different can, kind of measurement. Sir. I can see some fights oh, going on there. Yeah, we're still talking about pizza slightly. Yes. Well, you are, but oh my measure goodness. measuring the size of your pizza. Uh, that's it. Measure twice and slice once is what I always say. So, yes. Yes, I, that's kind of round that little section out with that one. So, we'll post that on Facebook. Have you ever tried to cut an entire pizza without lifting the, the blade from the pan? Oh, that's some skill, Donald Wayne, especially if you're going to be quick about it. Now, if you're going to take your time, then you could backtrack and then... Yeah, you, I could see where you could backtrack, give it a little <laughs> turn, and that's some skill there, Donald Wayne. Have you done that? Well, I'm not going to brag. Oh, well. Just a test. Was it 12 or 16? Uh, that makes a difference. So It might have been larger than that. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Didn't you go out with somebody named Anchovy one time? No, no, no. They hated anchovies. That's what it was. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to get off the pizza. <laughs> you brought it up. I just <laughs> maybe maybe think of maybe think of some things. Oh my goodness! Everybody's hungry now. I just I, I got it. That's on TikTok. You say I'm gonna have to look. It, it's on TikTok. I, I, I encourage everybody to go look at. Uh, Lonely pepperoni. Nah, uh, that worries so. me. I'm if you type that in, <laughs> I just don't know what's going to come up. Uh, I'll, oh I'll, boy, I can't make I'll, this stuff up, folks. I wish I could. So I'm, I'll let you look at that. Huh. Okay. Well, here's a story. I actually had a little audio to go with it. And since the Bluetooth thing is not working, I can't do that. So I'm just going to have to do it all myself. But I, when I saw this thing, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that actually somebody could be talking to one of the universities and say some of the things that came out of this woman's mouth. But um, the story starts uh, in Huckabee's, uh, I think that was uh, morning edition for today, actually. And he starts out by saying, there are certain things in comedy that you see again and again. And one of them is the psychiatrist who himself is crazy. Uh, David Steinberg. I kind of remember that name, but I can't place him. Used to do a hilarious sketch based on this character. Now someone else is putting a new spin on the crazy psychiatrist routine. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I think racism and threats of violence kind of ruin the humor. So what he's referring to, there was an article, and, well, it's found on Fox News. And it's a lady, uh, she's a psychiatrist. Oh, this silly thing keeps moving on me here. Golly, why do they do that? And her name is Dr. Aruna Kalani, I think it is. Kal what the heck? <laughs> okay, we're not ready for you. <laughs> we're not ready for you. They're, All right. They're, they're provoking me, Donald. That, that wasn't Dr. Aruna. Anyway, <laughs> so 
<laughs> you know, these pop-ups, we... <laughs> Hey, Moxie. All right. So that was not Dr. Aruna. Anyway, so the article goes on to say that she spewed some race-hating virtual remarks at the Ivy League Institution's Child Study Center uh, at Yale. Well, I guess I didn't do the title. New York City Shrink tells Yale audiences she fantasizes about shooting white people in the head. Now, this is a psychiatrist talking to, and I think it was an online uh, event, but it was at Yale. And so, I mean, it's probably a good thing that I didn't, the audio is not working because she, she cusses like a sailor in this thing. And I, but it's kind of hard to understand, but she's talking to these students and she's using, you know, it sounds like a, a, a normal episode of Tall Tales. No, I'm just. Hey, not... hey. <laughs> We're an upstanding show, Donald Wayne. No, actually, she's, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. So anyway, oh, wow. uh, she was talking at the Yale School of Medicine in April, and that, of course, she had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way. Now, this doctor is telling these students this online. Um, so since I don't have that silly audio here, let me just go from this. Thank goodness I got this as well. Um, someone recorded that. Someone that was watching this thing recorded it, and, and that's how when I post this thing tonight, you'll be able to go to that and listen to the whole hour long thing if you want to, but she's, she's absolutely crazy. Uh, So it says that a few weeks ago, someone sent me a recording of a talk called the psychopathic problem of the white mind. It was delivered at the Yale school of medicine child study center by a New York based psychiatrist as part of, Grand Rounds, an ongoing program in which uh, clinicians and others in the field lecture students and faculty. When I listened to the talk, I considered the facts that it might be some sort of elaborate prank, but looking at the doctor's social media, it seems completely genuine. Here are some of the quotes from that lecture. Uh, So Dr. uh, Aruna says, this is the cost of talking to white people at all the cost of your own life as they suck you dry. There are no good apples out there. White people make my blood boil. I I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, burying their body and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively guiltless with a bounce in my step, like I did the world a effing favor. White people are out of their minds, and they have been for a long time. We are now in a psychological predicament because white people feel that they are bullying. We are bullying them when we bring up race. They feel that we should be thanking them for all that they have done for us. They are confused, and so are we. We keep forgetting that directly talking about race is a waste of our breath. We are asking a demented, violent predator who thinks that they are a saint or a superhero to accept responsibility. It ain't going to happen. They have five holes in their brain. It's like banging your head against a brick wall. It's just not sort of a good idea. 
we need to remember that directly talking about race to white people is useless because they are at the wrong level of conversation. Addressing racism assumes that white people can see and process what we're talking about. They can't. That's why they sound demented. They don't even know they have a mask on. White people think it is their actual face. We need to get to know the mask. Um, I think that's, that's the gist of it. Um, but if you listen, the first 15 minutes of this covers most of these things that I just had right there. But I can't believe that, that, that Yale University would allow someone like this to come in and talk to students and faculty or, or you know, even online and address people uh, talking in this manner. I mean, is that not hate speech? Yeah, it sounds like it to me. I mean, if you if you talk about fantasizing <laughs> about shooting white people in the head and then burying them and then bouncing away as you like you've done the world a favor, I, well, that's is that's exactly where the hell our country has gone off the rails these days, because it's perfectly okay that as long as you're white and now this is not just mean you know anglo uh you know just plain old white americans this is, this includes anyone who has a light skin color right it's considered white which you can throw in asians um french you can throw in, english you can, you can throw in some african-american so anyone uh. who is deemed as being white then um yeah it's perfectly okay to talk about doing any number of uh, illicit things to them, but if we say that about any other race, um, you you'll instantly be ridicu ridiculed, if not um, charged and convicted of something. So, um, I just don't see how people who who are are allowed to get away with this kind of talk in a university. Okay, I'm not talking about going speaking to a crowd somewhere or having some kind of group organization meet. Uh, or even, you know, uh, well, just anywhere, but in a university that, and, and they're, they're spewing this kind of vomit out to people. And then they want to, they don't want to get along. This, this lady is not encouraging people to get along or, or find uh, common ground. She's, she's basically talking about the joy of shooting people. And, uh, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand the university Yale allowing this person to do that, that which, you know, we've talked about the universities in this country. They've been they've been uh, uh, kind of going off the rails uh, and for the last 15, 20 years. And we really haven't been paying that much attention to it. But this this is nuts. Uh, if, if any white person had said that in reverse, uh, people would be talking about uh, locking them up that's hate speech exactly why, why yeah. is this not hate speech and 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 and, and uh, picketing out in front of their house and threatening their family members um any of that so i don't yeah i i don't know i'm gonna I post this tonight and i think if i if i do this correctly you'll be able to actually click on this um, recorded version of this lady talking. And, and of course, the guy that introduces her, I don't know who he is in, in the university system, but he's just talking all these great things about how wonderful a person she is. 
And then she comes on and this starts coming out of her mouth. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm listening to this. Right. But I found this again through uh, Mike Huckabee's site. And he, he, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I found it. But then again, I, I'm, I'm disturbed that there are people that, that feel that way and, and that they're out there in the public, uh, in our universities talking to, you know, young people and telling them this is, this is an acceptable thought in this country. Where do you think that's going to lead? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's only going to make it worse. It's reverse racism and it's only going to make it worse. And you talk about a unifying message. Where are the people from the far left going and getting in this person's face saying you're destroying any kind of, unifying message that we may be putting out there when, when they're not for the most part, but if they were trying to um, people like this idiot would be destroying um, that message. And look, it's a free country. She's allowed to say whatever she wants to say, um, me- but the fact that she's doing it in college and just, and just spewing this out to these young people is uh, is a problem. It's a real problem. Here's one more quote from her. It's it's a tale in this thing. I just saw it. Nothing makes me angrier than a white person who tells me not to be angry because they have not seen real anger yet, she said. So she said she says she's she's cut off talking to her former white friends. She doesn't even she doesn't watch mainstream news anymore because it's she says it's basically a bunch of white people talking about white stories. So um, her friends were her friends were fine all these years, and there's still nothing really wrong with them at all. So they probably expressed no racism towards her one bit. But now that she's said that uh, white people are the devil, then um, she's like, okay, I know y'all have been great to me all these years, and hell, you know, but you're gone. You know, yeah. unfortunately, you're the wrong color. You're gone. How in the hell is that making us better? It's yeah. uh, it's a mystery, but um, you, you ought to listen to at least part of this if if you have the uh, the right, time, yes. be- because it it really is an eye opener. That again, keep in mind, this is someone talking in a school of medicine at Yale talking to students and I, it says faculty as well. So right there, Miss Torch. Um, exactly. Yep. Her wife is white. Talking about Chicago mayor. Sorry there, Donald Wayne. Oh, I was going to say I'm lost. I, I don't see anything <laughs> I mean, about her. Why didn't say anything about there. that at all? Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm flipping through here looking for that. <laughs> what in the heck? Um, no, but that's, it's really shameful to see that. And it's really shameful to see that. At our colleges. But, you know, what do we expect? And, you know, I heard something out of Bill. I didn't hear it out of his mouth, but I saw the printed text that Bill Maher said, basically, um, you know, I forget the words he used about going to college. But he said college is just trash. It's worthless um, because of what uh, kind of filth they're spewing out of these colleges these days. That, you I know, actually you have to think- pay big money for. I think he's flipping. I think Bill Maher is flipping because he's I made he a number of comments lately. Yeah. Uh, but it's like like our friend Leo Terrell. I mean, you know, it wasn't just maybe two years ago, Leo Terrell couldn't stand Donald Trump. He couldn't 
stand Republicans and he was always angry on there. And then all of a sudden he flipped and he said, I, yeah. you know, I saw what was going on. I saw what was happening and, right. and, and the minority communities and all the improvements that were made. He said, you know, and all Democrats want to do is keep people, you know, uh, at bay. Right. You know, we'll take care of you if you just keep voting for us. So yeah, maybe that, Bill, I'd love to see Bill Maher just go full blown Republican. <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome, Evan. Welcome. Um, hey, Evan. It, well, here's another one. Um, this is actually out of North Carolina. Um, oh. a, student, a student was denied a diploma after wearing a Mexican flag over a graduation gown. Now, bear with me on this. Um, this is out of ABC News. Um, so, basically goes, okay, the students are, are told that they, um, you know, they, they're given the guidelines on how, what the dress code is for going to graduation to get their diplomas, to go to the ceremony. All the kids get the same memo, right? Yeah. So, uh, live stream footage from the very, uh, this was from a, um, so Ashboro High School uh, graduation ceremony was on Thursday night. The live stream video footage from the ceremony shows the principal ask um, Lopez um, was the student's name to take the flag off. He had a, a Mexican flag over the top of his gown. So the principal asked him to take it off. After an unsuccessful attempt to take it off, he was hand to, handed his diploma holder, which the other students also received. But after walking across the stage, he was denied his actual diploma. So Lopez told ABC News that when I got up there and went for the handshake and I wasn't thinking nothing of it, and I heard her say, you can't wear that. And I was in shock and confused. I was like, what? She was like, the flag. You can't wear that. Um, the incident obviously has sparked outrage and led to protests outside the school. But they said it violated the ceremony's dress code. And the incident has nothing to do with the Mexican flag. So Lopez and his family, uh, you know, talked to his family and he, he said, told ABC News, it means everything to me. Um, oh, okay. And um, he said, it means everything to me. My parents, my whole family is from over there. I did it because for them because they had a rough childhood. They didn't get the scholarship that I got or they didn't get to go to school like I did. So representing my flag and getting a diploma was really important to me because I was basically doing it for my family, which is, you know, um, I applaud that, right? You know, that's great that he wanted to do it for his family. It's a very emotional moment for him. Lopez said that the Ashboro High School asked him to apologize as a condition of receiving his diploma. Apologize to whom? So, and, and wait, I'm almost there. Um, and it said, I don't know why I should apologize when it should be heard because I did nothing wrong. Um, 
In a statement on to ABC News on Sunday, the Asheboro City School District said that Lopez's diploma has been available for pickup since Friday and that an apology has never been requested, expected, or required. So, again, if it's not anything in writing, you know, then it's hearsay, right? I mean, yeah. who knows? They may have said that. They may not have said that. I don't know. So afterward, the ceremony, Lopez's family was escorted off the school property after a request was made by the principal, Penny Crooks. Um, Crooks? Yeah, her last name is Crooks. That's not, <laughs> that's not boding very well for her. Um, but Lo, they said Lopez is still yet to receive his diploma, but now you have to remember they said that it's been waiting for uh, for pickup since Friday. Like, they're not going to mail it to him. They're right. like, he has to go pick it up. So, Nashboro City Schools said in another statement that the graduation dress code was shared with students ahead of time and allowed for students to decorate their ca- uh, graduation caps. They could decorate their graduation caps. But the wearing of a flag of any kind is a violation of dress code. In live stream footage of the graduation, a number of students are seen with alterations to their caps, featuring handwritten messages, drawings, or flowers. But it says they told them they could do something to their caps. But it says explicitly that nobody can do anything to their gown. So this was actually, you know, out of... uh, They couldn't allow one to do it, then they'd have to allow all. It's, you know... On one hand, I'm like, okay, well, this, I extend, understand what he wanted to do, and I applaud him for that, to wanting to do something as a gesture for his family. Um, oh, well, hey, Big Sexy, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, Donald Wayne, you want to give out the clap to Big Sexy? Uh, First-time listener. That's, uh, uh, the clap, clap. Where is the clap? Oh, we may oh. have run out of the clap. You oh. may have to just give him a cheer. Okay, you get a cheer. We... <laughs> We're all clapped out tonight. Yeah, we gave a lot of clap out last week. We give, you know, BP usually gets most of it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They said, well, BP, I don't think I'd take that. (laughs) They said that, um, what what can I say? We love you, BP. Um, They said we continued working to resolve the issue with the student and his family so that he will receive his diploma from Asheville. Ashboro High School. He has worked very hard, and we can commend him on his this great achievement. We are confident in his abilities, and we know he has a bright future ahead of him. Just go pick up the freaking diploma. Um, it, you know, again, it's not lost that you wanted to do this for your family. Um, but uh, the school district said the incident is not about the Mexican flag. Students were encouraged to express their identity by decorating their mortar boards. A number of students followed the protocol and had the Mexican flag and other representations appropriately displayed during the ceremony. So you could have displayed it, but you just couldn't have worn it over your ground. Um, So it's just, you know. Why? 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 Why Why do people have it so simple? Yeah, I know. You, you have certain rules for just about everything. You know, the gowns, the cap and the gowns, and it's a ceremony. Right. Uh, rules are rules. I mean, if if you allow people to start 
improvising, then you're going to have all kinds of stuff. Again, you have to think, well, you know, maybe this wouldn't been such a big thing, but then you're going to have to let the next person and the next person, next thing you know, what's the point of having cap and gowns? Just let them go well, up yeah. there in their blue jeans and whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know, this is a you know, thong or something. I yeah. Don't know. Just, um, but it's, uh, it's just <laughs> rules to certain things that we rules. do in life. That's right. Like Jessica said, Jessica said, follow the rules. I mean, um, it's look, look what uh, we've done to sports. Now we allow people to put protests or they're allowing people to put protest stuff all over their uniforms. And right. It's yeah. just, it's gotten to be out of control. Everybody wants to make a statement about something. This is, this is a, a an accomplishment he ought to be proud of. And it's exactly. just a moment. Like they said he worked hard at it. Enjoy the moment. Um, if you need to do something like that, do it outside of the, yeah. the ceremony. Um, you know, uh, and so they said 30 people gathered outside the high school to show support for Lopez demanding he receive his diploma he can get his freaking diploma. Just go inside and pick it up. Yeah, they can't keep it away sake. from him. He earned yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, and then hey, welcome torch. So, an online petition <laughs> petition has also garnered more than seventy three thousand signatures as of Saturday afternoon. For Gosh. what? What does he need a petition? We for? just <laughs> people sign a petitions, you know. To, <laughs> Hey, I want to be a part of that. Oh, hey, Torch. Welcome, welcome. Um, so the petition say, well, we don't think that you should have dress codes on these, um, these ceremonies. Well, I think they were signing the petition out in front of the school and somebody was playing another brick in the wall. And they were like, yeah, we don't need no education. And, you know, um, it just got out of hand. Well, I'm they don't give diplomas for that. No. <laughs> um, it, the thing is, he could have got his he could have got his diploma whenever he wanted to. Right. All they he had to do is go up there and pick it up. And, and I guess, you know, maybe they could have not made an example. Just say, hey, take off the flag. I'm giving you your diploma. Take the flag off. You know, I don't know. Um, and so, and then he says, and, and he says in his closing statement, he says, well, it's crazy. I didn't expect it. All the community to come together like that. I was just uh, walked out of school. I was kind of like down. I was like, dang, man, I didn't get my diploma and stuff. It was crazy because the next day I woke up and I, had people calling me saying, oh, man, you got interviews, you got interviews, you got interviews. And I'm like, what? And then what shocked me the most other than the interviews was a protest at my school because I didn't know about that. Um, I'm surprised, I'm surprised they haven't been on CNN yet. You know, that. Uh, that worries me about our future, Donald Wayne. Well, because <laughs> there's me just, about our future. <laughs> There's just no oh. logic to anything anymore. Get through that 10 or 15 uh, minutes of that ceremony it. and then do whatever, that's you know, it. manners you and know, things you want to do. Outside, you could throw it over your gown if you wanted right. to. The grandbaby goes to karate every Saturday. We're, we're going to karate. And Does they make say karate? Say, <laughs> a karate. You know what we play? We do karate down here. Um <laughs> So they make them say, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, at the end of every instruction that they give. I mean, rules are rules. There's discipline for a reason. I mean, we can't let everybody, you know, it's just, oh, boy, here we go. 
Um, we can't just, you know, we can't go without rules. Don't no. think that Democrats don't have rules. <laughs> they may just seem to have some that you really like right now, but don't think right. that there's, there's going to be a free world where every you get to do everything you want to do. Right. Exactly. Only now they propose it now because they need your support. But exactly. Just, just golly. I mean, I, hey, look, I, I, you know, that's all I got really all I got to say about that. I just, I hate it for the kid. Um, cause you know, I can, I can understand why he wanted to do it, but you know, look, the rules are the rules. Well, maybe somebody should have walked up to him if he did it. If he did it right before he went went on the stage, then that that was probably a mistake. But if they saw him with it on before that moment, somebody should have come up to him and and nicely explained things to him and say why he can't do that, and just give him an opportunity to take it off for that moment, and then do what he wants to do when he gets outside. You get that diploma in your hand, the rest of your life is yours. Do what. Do whatever your abilities allow you to do. Right. Yeah. But for that yeah. moment, yeah. you know, it's it's their ceremony and yeah. well, they have rules. That's it. That's one thing that's where rules. I got to, you know, God bless them all. And, and uh, you know, this one Everyone. instance to where the school district uh, <laughs> was actually doing what they should have been doing. So, because there will be more. You can count on that. Uh, indeed. Everything gets challenged now. Everything upsets somebody. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do that, Eric. And thank you slightly. Um, we'll get that in so we can get that those samples there. I do like me some beef jerky. Yeah, I microwaved some bacon the other day, and I was told that this is like jerky. <laughs> It was so. It was so well, tough. I said uh, it wasn't my well, intention. <laughs> you were microwaving bacon, Donald Wayne. Yeah, I, I when I'm in a hurry, I, I. So, do you have one of those droopy bacon cookers that you can put in the microwave? What, the, hey, what uh, do you mean droopy? I, um, why does that have to come up? <laughs> welcome, Mushier. Hey, is it Mushier? Musher? Maybe Musher? Or is it Mushier? Um, well, <laughs> drippy, you know, so drippy. Well, you know, where you kind of drape the bacon over the little holder so you can cook it, or you know. no, I don't have one of those. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I sometimes I'll do it in the oven, but you know, it's a lot to clean up. So I did it in the microwave and it came out like jerky. I mean, mm. you know, you really had to gnaw at it <laughs> to tear something off. Oh, yeah, yeah, no microwave and bacon, too. I'm it's kind of freaks me out, Donald Way, you know. Okay, well, I'll be sure and not, not do that yeah. when you're visiting. Yeah, please don't. Uh, the side of it. Don't you have a, <laughs> uh, do you have a toaster oven, Donald Wayne? I do. I do. Uh, I, I do. I do. <laughs> I, you know, I have a griddle. I mean, oh, you know, I, I, got, I got a skillet. I can throw that uh. sucker up there on the stove. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's not like a, <laughs> the microwave's the only thing that I use to cook uh, Oh, well, uh, actually, uh, yeah, from what I understand, um, you could uh, launch a sausage into your anus. Actually, you could probably throw any kind of food product 
what um, through that atmosphere silently had a question i was just slightly what what in the world made that come (laughs) into your head i just i don't understand i think it was a jerky promotion um (laughs) so uh, oh okay all right well you're the one that made me think about it slightly when you said that about the jerky Um, i was so i I, Well, let's just oh let's goodness. do this for another two minutes, and I want to do this last story, although it was about California. Oh, you go the, ahead, Donald. I don't have time to do it, but it was in Breibart, and it said, Judge oh, rules boy. California's assault weapons ban is unconstitutional. So Jeez. I don't, we don't have time to do that, but maybe, maybe Tuesday night. Okay. Yes, some, some judge, he was appointed by George Bush, um, agreed that the second amendment um, gives them a right to have uh, the assault weapons in California. So I don't know who they're fighting against and all that. Yes. Oh, it, well, it's, it's appointed by George, George Bush. So uh, there you go. Oh boy, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dennis Lee, I guess. Oh, what in, where in the world did that come from? Okay. What is it? I will save that for Tuesday update on that oh okay all right so uh yeah we got about uh seven and a half minutes you want to (laughs) just you oh lord where'd that come from what happened something about cracks before and after you want to go ahead and do the closing stuff oh my goodness i don't and i Um, can't do any music tonight so Okay, well, we'll, we'll just we'll to, milk this sucker all the way to the. I have to hum. The devil went down to Georgia. Um, yeah. Well, we appreciate all of you being here, um, especially uh, you know new listeners and uh, all of our family of listeners that we have. Definitely appreciate it. Um, now, if you want to interact with us off of the podcast, you can do that on Twitter if you're a Twitterer, um, and make sure to do that at Tries Talk WG Moon. You can email us at uh, tristalk69pts at gmail.com with any comments about the show, any suggestions or stories you'd like to hear us talk about, or any pictures. I mean, BP. Um, You know, use that. And um, then you can actually, we're on Facebook as well, um, and we post all of our the shows that we do and and, um, all the articles and uh, a lot of pictures are on there. And Donald Wayne, the mini pods. Well, you've been you've been really blowing it up. Um, so, thank you. You yeah yeah. Um, Look, yeah. Oh yes, USA. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. I Thanks, see what you're Mike. doing, and it's much appreciated. Um, it just can't always stay on top of that. I wish I could I could d- delete it as soon as I notice it. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, so then um, we're also on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Playa FM at Tristalk. And we're on every sa- uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with many pods in between. And Donald Wayne, I mean, really, you've been doing <laughs> a good job on the mini pods and uh, love Thanks, it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and um, uh, <laughs> you've got uh, um, 
That's oh, the background music. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and then if you want to get weird, you feel the need to be explicit or at least hear me be explicit. Um, go on over to Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole every Friday and sun- Saturday at its new time of 1130 p.m. Eastern um, with impromptu shows here and there when I can get them done. But um, look, we, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Um, we thoroughly enjoy it, and, and thank you for making it possible. I almost thought I had Everybody it. Everybody knows. <laughs> I almost thought I had it. I had James Brown living in America. Oh, I, I love that. I That's know, awesome. but it's, it's, uh, we won't go into that. So, That's right. All parts. Uh, 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 yes, thanks. Thanks to everyone for spending time with us tonight we certainly appreciate it and hopefully we'll have the music fixed by tuesday night oh jeez. okay uh closing thought for tonight is can you can you uh hum uh yeah actually hold on a second america I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get it going you you go on ahead all right oh wait a second here all right oh goodness um, i got the wrong thing oh closing oh. thought Make it make it peaceful so it goes along with my comment, you know. Uh, a meaningful life is not about being rich, being popular, being highly educated, or being perfect. It's about being real, being humble, being strong, and being able to share ourselves and touch the lives of others. That's a meaningful life. There you go. I like that song. That's uh, that's for you and everybody out here, Donald Wayne, and every every one of those that have um, served in our military and are out there serving in our military, and uh, everyone that are our first responders too. No matter what uniform you wear, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Reminds me of the Reagan years. I can let this carry us out, Donald Wayne. Yeah, um, I, I was listening to the lyrics. They ought to be playing that at the universities instead of that garbage. Exactly. All right. Thanks, everybody. And Dennis Lee, you want to get the lights? And if you'll just carry that out, we've got a we've got a two or three minutes here. I'm going to flick the switch, Donald Wayne. Stay safe, everybody. See you Tuesday. Pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say